Lagos is one of the fastest growing cities in the world and the fifth largest economy in Africa. The city is growing so fast that censuses can't keep up. Lagos stands for rapid urbanization, but the city is faced with numerous challenges that comes with urbanization. Join us in a conversation on Rethinking Lagos Show as we speak with policymakers, researchers, and politicians to address issues such as mobility, climate change, waste, housing, energy, and urban planning. Every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Inspiration FM 92.3. This is Rethinking Lagos on Inspiration 92.3. minutes gone past the hour nine welcome if you just tuned in it's still a saturday morning show but yes i'm with my friends um in the studio or should i say uh our, our, our family friends yes at the inspiration of family neighborhood um uh, yes and, and the person of um deji akinkwelo it's been a while yeah yes <laughs> i don't know if i should say i miss you or i, I miss the show but I, I think I'll stay with the latter. <laughs> so yes, did Akimpali, uh, yes, is the co-founder of Rethinking Cities Initiative and Advocacy Network, poised to deliver and communicate innovations in solving urban challenges across Africa. And as we've been going in the last, should I say, in the last six weeks? Yeah. Yes, it's safe to say, in the last six weeks, uh, we've been talking a lot about, you know, um, new innovations, if I could call it that, you know, um, there's this, you know, compilation of stereotypical myths debunked by writers reflecting on alternative city-making opportunities as against, you know, what a lot of us actually think as the way out. These people have actually taken their time, sat down and, and done a lot of digging and then they've come out with these things and each time they mention it, we're like, ah... Uh, who are you right now? Okay. So we have one of the contributors, writers and researchers, and the person of Amamchuku Okafor. 
okay, who is not here physically. We are in the new times, the digital times, that's to speak. Um, Amamchuku, are you there? Yes, I'm with you. I'm uh, here. Okay, it's so good to have you. But before we talk about the myth, let's tell you a little bit about who Amamchuku Okafo is. Okay, so he holds a master's degree, a master's degree in economics and strategy from FSU Jenner, Germany. He has consulted and collaborated with different individuals and institutions, including LBS, Business Day Media Limited, and DIGCAHK Nigeria. His interest in housing and mobility issues in Nigeria peaked after partnering with the Henrich um, Boyle Stuffton in Nigeria. I hope I did not murder that German name. <laughs> He's currently consulting for African GmbH, I hope that's what it's called, while leading a group of young professionals and founding Native Insight. That's a lot going on with you, Amam Chuku. And this is just how we like to do it in this part of Inspiration FM. <laughs> <laughs> All right, amazing stuff going on with you and Lagos. Okay, the myth that we're looking at today mm -hmm, is the line that says land acquisition is the best investment. See, you guys just keep boggling my mind. And you people make me feel like I live on another planet or that you live on another planet and you came visiting on Earth. Really? Land acquisition is not the best investment? Isn't that what we all believe? Where did your thoughts come from, Amamchuku? Um, yes, um, to the point. I think um, if I would, if I would dispel that, mm -hmm. I'd even start by the by trying to provide understanding as to what investment is mm -hmm. in, in strict um, macroeconomic sense. Right, land acquisition is not even an investment. It's really, not not, not to even it's not about whether it's best or not. It's mm -hmm. not an investment to start with. In strict macroeconomic sense, we define investment as addition to capital stock, which means you are using capital or resources to produce new goods and services. Hmm. So if that's not the case, then you are not investing. Okay? So mm -hmm. if you bought a property, for instance, mm -hmm. a, land, a landed property, mm -hmm. you have not invested or you have not created new goods and services. You only um, switched titles. Right. Yes. So in that sense, what you have done is what economists call hoarding. I see. Yes. So you ha you literally have hoarded money mm -hmm. or economic resources. So it's not different. It's the same thing as when you put money in stock market. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when you put money in stock market, you change titles. Mm -hmm. You have not done anything. So the only time you invest in stock market mm -hmm. and then it becomes an investment is when you buy, when you're involved in the initial IPO. Mm -hmm. So also in when you make a land, when you make a land purchase. It's an investment in that, in the sense that you use, you go on to use that property, that asset, mm -hmm. for say agricultural purposes, or mm -hmm. you you initiate a building construction on that land. Okay. Then you are creating jobs. Okay. Employ, you, you, you probably would employ labor. So at that point, you can refer to it as investment. Yes. Oh. At that point, you are investing. You are investing because mm -hmm. it's an investing activity. Mm -hmm. So it's an investment in that sense, right? Okay, so let, let, let me tell you. If you, would, if you would change, if you would sell that property, that structure, mm -hmm. even after building or um, the, the farmland mm -hmm. to another person, the person buying from you, mm. that's a secondary market operation. In mm. that. So that person is not investing. That person at that point is hoarding money. Really? Yes. 
Okay, so how amazing. So here's what yeah. I, I, I think the public believes, including myself. I'm sorry, but I, 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 I would just, you know, be with that group. It's safe now until I know what planet you're from. So, yeah, um, the thing about buying lands or what a lot of us actually think about buying lands, um, yes, being that it's an asset, is that over time it appreciates. So if I buy a land for a million naira now and then I sell it in 10 years, of course, you know, the value will somewhat have appreciate, appreciated over time. Would you not regard that as investment? And why not? It's not, it's not an investment. You know, if I would, it's a store of value. So you are, it's a, I mean, buying a landed properties or mm-hmm. buying, like, like buying shares, mm-hmm. stock, mm-hmm. a way of keeping, of preserving value. Mm-hmm. So you have not invested, but you have um, preserved the value of, your um, currency unit or your naira, mm-hmm. so it's that, that it appreciates. Mm-hmm. Does not make, it doesn't make it an investment, or it doesn't make it an investable activity or an investment activity. Okay, it's, it's a sure. It's a store of value. You have stored value. You have protected your your wealth from from inflation. Yeah, I see. Okay. So. Uh, he actually gave you give an example in your write up. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you should talk about that example, for instance, specifically. You know, you were talking about a young person mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. who bought a mm-hmm. land. Then Let, let's yes. let's hear that. All right. So that 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 for me is like a a a a um a thought experiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I imagine a situation where, or take for instance, let's even go into this together. Think about the general relationship between um, 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 landlords and tenants. You'd observe that there is a subtle tension. For instance, people tell you, oh, don't let your landlord come into your apartment. If you have bought a new television or a new set of couch, mm-hmm. it's going to increase your rent the next day. So there's always that tension. Why? You have to ask, where, where, why is this tension? Where is this tension coming from? You know? And then you then go one step back to think about the you know regular nigerian you are starting to get a job or you are working as a young person and then maybe suddenly you make a good you make some good money and then there is the um there's that idea everywhere oh once you buy land uh, you're sure you're it's you're covered it's the best investment so it's the thing on the back of the mind of every person to try and you know acquire a piece of land to be a landlord to live in their own houses you know and then Say, for instance, you bought a land, you're able to build your own apartment, and then maybe you're able, you, maybe you also lease out um, some parts of it. You want to become a landlord like every other person. Mm-hmm. And when, once you have done this, generally landlord, I think, or in my thought experiment, I observe that landlords generally come upon the realization that they may never um, see the, uh, the, pay, the payback period of this um, investment so to speak in their own lifetime so the reaction for them is to start raising also to charge preposterous rent to, to ask you to pay for one year that's why we that's why we pay annually in nigeria instead of in a month as, as you find in other places mm. because this landlord when they see that oh they have put so much in this in the in, in building up in setting up this structure and mm-hmm. you know it's not they're not seeing it anymore at that point as a, as an investment that they can cover in their lifetime, so they want to they want to start getting money that would feel like something in their pocket. Mm-hmm. So they want to ask you to pay um, annual rent. They want to ask you to pay um, funny fees. Um, 
um, agency pay this and pay that. Sorry to cut you short. So you're saying in practical terms now, if I build a house with like 85 million, I buy a house for 85 million naira now, and mm-hmm. I rent it out, I rent it out at maybe 2 million or 2.5. How many years? It's going to take quite a long time to recoup. To recoup. It will take quite a long time to, to recoup. So unnecessarily. There is depreciation. And okay. that's why when you call your landlord to say, oh, um, something uh, is bad. My something is bad. You know, you, you already we know it. We know <laughs> the, 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 the feedback. How reluctant they get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's that tension mm-hmm. because they, they realize that oh, this is not this is not as as, as good as I was advertised. Mm-hmm. Mm. So there's a whole lot of speculation from what I see here. And then, um, for instance, you also mentioned the fact that some people will buy land and they will leave it for a very long time, long time. to appreciate. But what you're creating in the economy is price speculation. Yeah. You get it. So you buy land, the person has struggled to buy a land, but he cannot afford to build on it. Mm. Then you now leave the land there. Yeah. You understand? And yeah. say, oh, in the next five years, it will appreciate. It will. Mm-hmm. But what we're creating in the system and what is becoming in the psyche of our people mm-hmm. and that we're adopting now is creating a whole lot of speculations in the system. Mm-hmm. False false price yeah. mechanisms are coming mm-hmm. into place because in our head mm-hmm. it is all about land 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 that we have to we have to acquire land let's even agree that it's that that buying land is a, it's an investment actually let's mm. agree. now let's now question whether it's the best investment mm. assuming that it's an investment okay now you bought a land somewhere for XYZ amount of money. That, um, that amount of money, okay, how long it would it, I mean, generally, it will, it will take years, yeah, for for that, um, for, for the value to, to double. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, it's doubling, yeah, it will take, it will take some years for that, um, for the investment to double, but for the price of that asset to double. But that, trust me, that money, I, I was talking about, I was comparing to stock market, that money, you can put that money in stock market and then you get double it in. Mm. If you're lucky in one week mm. or two months, mm-hmm. three months, six months, you can double that money in a matter of months in the stock market. So already, it's all it questions whether buying land is... is, is oh, is, okay. Is, so what you're saying is that a whole lot of investment that we're making into the land purchase mm-hmm. could have been used in other businesses. Wisely. Right. Yeah, of course. Of course. Like of you course. said in your book, so in the book is... Why, why I brought... Like, um, 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 stock market is I'm trying to compare apple for apple because mm. also as I, as I mentioned earlier mm. putting money putting money I like to say putting money putting money in stock market is also not an investment and if I have dismissed that buying land, uh, landed property is also not an investment then mm. I can compare both of them so mm. if I want to compare um, land acquisition to real sector activity like say for instance um, manufacturing activity or even actual trading you know buying and selling mm-hmm. that, that's a whole that's another level mm. Yeah. So the point is, there's a whole lot of uh, business activities that you could put money into, and then you get value from value quick, quicker mm-hmm. than you would in buying land. Okay, so let, let, let's just really put this out in the clear, Amam Chuku. So we're not saying that there's anything wrong with land acquisition. However, what we're probably trying to clear out there is that the way that we use the land that we have purchased. Is the wrong way to go so what what is the right way to put our land acquisition to use because people are not going to stop buying land people, people are buying land buying land their property for one reason or the other what's what's the way to go really 
so 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 i mean in as much as there is nothing wrong with you know acquiring land mm-hmm. but i think that it's crazy how we are approaching it mm-hmm. the question is or the fundamental question is to ask why would everyone think that they need to own a land mm-hmm. you know why so i think that craze is, is is causing a distortion in this in the market it, yeah not just in the market in the society at large mm-hmm. because it's preventing alternative uses for for resources and then also for landed properties that's why in lagos you could i mean that's why i mean look at lagos lagos is not structured lagos is haphazard you know um settlement is crazy everywhere in lagos is a settlement mm-hmm. people live everywhere because people build what in a, any space they they, they, they they find empty they build on it mm-hmm. the, the, the the problem with you know this um approach to land acquisition mm-hmm. is that prevents um city planning and then development okay because it would lead to uh, um population population um, no no settlement as population and settlement would run ahead of development and if that is the case you cannot tidy up mm-hmm. okay it's like trying to uh, um, um, to set a room that is full of property you have to take all those things out and now that's that's something that we cannot begin to do or if we have to do it it would cause a whole lot of uh, um, trouble because people already are living on this land and you can't ask them to all of a sudden leave mm-hmm. they want to do to, to, to. that's why when the state government decides to um to develop an area they'd always have to evict people living there mm-hmm. you know and that we know that problem you know we know the problem is process on that end yeah having to evict mm-hmm. uh, it's called gentrification Mm-hmm. It's not. It's never easy. It's, it's never an easy uh, um, activity or an easy operation. Mm-hmm. But then people would. Co- so it's like the people you are evicting can easily come back and blackmail the government to say, "Oh, we, we've been living here since over a hundred years, and then this is our land. This is the only place we know." And then yeah. even though the settlement there is sharp, the, even though the settlement there is is quarter settlement, but then it's a problem because everyone now lives scattered mm. across uh, uh, um, the city you know but in safe societies they should have uh, um, settlements for they should have a um, reserve area for purely conservation for farming mm-hmm. or industrial estate and then for residential but yeah. Lagos, you don't find that that distinction everywhere is, is, is livable everywhere is a marketplace everywhere is, is, is chaotic Okay, Lagos is the Rethinking Citizen Initiative show. <laughs> yes, um, you've been listening to Amam Chuku Okafo, who is into a lot of things. I will probably do uh, a reminder with the intro again about what it is that he's into. But this um, morning, we're talking about the myth, okay, which he believes is a myth that land acquisition is the best investment. And he's saying it's a complete no. Why do you actually need to land? Oh my goodness. <laughs> How would you answer that? You can be a part of this conversation. The number to call is 0700 923 923 923. Do you need land? What are you doing with it? How are you putting it to use? How really are you recouping what you have put in into this investment? Is it actual actually an investment? Hmm? Let us know. You can also reach us on our WhatsApp platform. The number is 0817-313-6193. That's the thing about knowledge. Knowledge is not a lie. It is power indeed. 
let's talk about quickly okay let's take this call first and then we'll talk about how developers are actually a contributory factor you yeah. know especially you know when they're told you know to do the whole construction then they neglect the needy mass market according to you but we'll take the score and we'll be back with that Okay, I think we lost the call. Uh, you can call us back. The number is 0700-923-923-923. Uh, on WhatsApp again, if you cannot reach us via phone lines, it's 0817-313-6193. Do you agree, really, that land acquisition is not an investment? Isn't that what you've been made to believe all your life? Do you think differently now? Do you agree with Amam Chuku? Let us know. So, yes, let's go with that line. How developers really are somewhat uh, a, a contributory factor. So. This narrative. So this, yes. <laughs> Talk to us, Amam Chuku. For private developers, I think um, in the housing market. Okay, I'm I'm going to let you just just hold that thought, hold that thought, please. Let's just let's just just take this call. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Thomas. Oh, good morning. Might that be Frank? Is that you? Yeah, yeah, this is Frank. Yeah. Oh, great. Um, good morning, uh, guys. the one in the studio and the one. Um, good morning. You're paying rapt attention to have known that. Fantastic. Mm. All right, go ahead. You have a question or a contribution? Or an assertion. I want to contribute. Mm-hmm. So now, he was saying he did not understand why this uh, craze for land. Mm. I want to I want to say that land is something that is limited in supply. Mm. The more population grows, the less land that you have available. Mm-hmm. And in the economic sense, it makes it makes economic sense to acquire land. You understand because. Tomorrow, the land that is available may not be the one that is available, and that is why even land appreciates anyway. Mm. Yeah. That is number one. Number two, he was saying that um, when you build a house, it takes time for you to recoup the money that you spent on that. If you build a house, yeah. it takes time for you to recoup. Mm-hmm. That is true, but he also forgets that after you have recouped the money, the house, the land also belongs to you. It's mm. still there for you. Mm. So I, I don't think um, I'm. Very, I'm finding it very, very difficult to buy into the idea. Mm. That is my contribution. All right. Thank you. Thank you so very much, Frank. Let's take one more call. Hello, good morning. Uh, hello, good morning. Are you there? Yes. Okay. What's your name, sir? Okay, go ahead, sir. Talk to us. So this nation is a great nation. Hello? Are you there? Yes, you said this nation is a great nation. Is that what you said? A great nation. So I'm disappointed that the people were expecting you know, to seek seek for the match to make provision mm-hmm. the other way side. So my prayer is that, that God will send a leader and have a vision. Because mm-hmm. the Bible says that when my people have no vision, they perish. I thought that the, our leaders have no vision. Okay, so I, I sense tension and that emotion there, so I had to let you go. But yes, I think we get your message. Thank you so very much for contributing. Alan Chuku, yes, you were, would you like to respond to any of the um, what contributions from the callers? I, I think Frank in particular, or do we go ahead with how developers have actually contributed? Let's quickly talk this. about the developers. Okay, and all right. Is, is a very key part. Alan Chuku, please go ahead. Um, <coughs> the, the housing, I was saying that the housing market, yeah, mm-hmm. is as it is, um, a private flooded by private sector activity. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, if you would, um, with very minimal government presence, 
you know, in fact, it's only recently that we started to see a little bit of government interest or government, um, a government interest in housing. So the housing market is a representation or is, is a classic case of government failure. Mm. So government failed to provide housing. Mm. Yeah? Now, private sector felt the need to step in, but also private sector have failed because uh, um, if you, I mean, the situation is unfettered, it's unregulated. So private sector is stepping to build houses that are in quote, not up to any standard because there are, I mean, there's no standard for them to build according to. Mm-hmm. Okay? And now because there's no standard, just anybody can go into um, uh, um, the housing market, provide whatever building that you your, your finances can carry, and mm-hmm. then you offer it onto the market. Then there is going to be in demand because we have inadequate supply. Mm-hmm. So now that's that's what gave it, that's what gave it that semblance of investment because there is demand for housing units. Mm-hmm. So private sector housing developers they go. I mean, after 2017, 2000-2012, we have 17 million housing deficit, and even up till today, we've not seen not so much has been done in that in that in that regard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even with all the money, even with all the developments going into it, still we still have a uh, um, huge, huge, huge housing deficit. Now, what has the private sector done? Because this is private capital, and then they know also they are not they are not in that. Uh, in the housing market to serve you or to help you reduce housing deficit. They are there for for, for the money. So the, the effect is that they come in, they build, I mean, it's common to see luxury units everywhere. Mm-hmm. And now, because of, like, like the, the earlier caller mentioned, mm-hmm. because because they know that uh, um, it's a credible way to store value. That's what he's not getting. Mm-hmm. I said, not an investment, but it's a way of, you can, you can store value with it. So because they know that when they put money into housing, they can uh, um, preserve value and then cash out, you know, in quotes. Mm. The effect is that they build luxurious units. Uh, um, they solve no problem because uh, uh, the, the, the bulk of the people who need housing or who, who need um, housing mm-hmm. can't get... Can't get uh, I mean, I was going to say that it pushes up because of the, uh, um, the limit in supply. Land is... I mean, you have a fixed earth, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't, land is not something that you can expand at will. So it's always going to be land. Mm. Now, the effect is that there's that tension, there's that uh, pressure to for everyone to get housing. So it pushes up the average rent or mm. average price of unit of um, housing unit, mm-hmm. which means that it goes far and far beyond the the, the common person. Mm-hmm. That's a distortion because <laughs> the poor people who need, who need housing can't get it. Can't get it, and then the people who can already afford it building their own houses, houses, luxury exactly. houses, are still being built for them. Thank you very much thank you so much amam chuko you really do know god indeed but i'm afraid we're out of time but yeah. Deji has an announcement <laughs> okay so basically in the, as a way of wrap up i think what we're talking about here is mm-hmm. that the, the thinking about um land the approach the narrative about oh get a land and um oh there's money in it mm-hmm. has created unnecessary tension mm-hmm. and on the side of developers what we're seeing more is a um, luxury development and government agencies is they are also helping you know mm-hmm. when they when they get exactly. the private developers into mm-hmm. the box it's like okay what do you want to develop are you, there's nobody asking are you trying to build affordable housing, housing units then government throws back a policy mm-hmm. or an in- incentive to say okay if your house the houses that you're going to build is 
below this market level it targets this set of people mm -hmm. we're going to give you an incentive mm -hmm. you understand so this is how so government is not deliberately even engaging with the developers okay. to build affordable um affordable houses mm -hmm. so you need to engage with these developers to say okay hey affordable housing is a target mm -hmm. this is the incentive if it's if you're going to build at this price mm -hmm. we will give you this incentive so mm -hmm. we need to rethink mm -hmm. if we continue to go at this level none of us will be able to afford these houses that we have all around mm -hmm. and we cannot say continue to say oh it appreciates it appreciates and mm -hmm. we leave it so i think we just leave it um at this um uh, for this week we, mm -hmm. we ran out of time okay. and so we'll be back you next said week. you have an event tomorrow yeah we have an event tomorrow <laughs> yeah at the uh, city mall okay. so in the in the bid of um, promoting bikeability in the city of lagos mm -hmm. i mean Ikeja city mall has been gracious enough to now accept um cyclists to come into the mall and have somewhere they will park their bikes mm. so there's somewhere now you can park your bike and chain it so we're calling on all cyclists and and all cyclist enthusiasts to come over professionals and let us claim that space let's celebrate it and and the bit to get a, a bikeable lagos we're going to be talking about bikeability more on this show much mm. later are you a cyclist yourself yeah i cycle once in a while uh, <laughs> all right thank you so much did you thank you so much amam chuku we appreciate you i have learned a thing or two today whether anybody likes it or not and i think <laughs> i'll be doing a lot of rethinking all right lagos we gotta go um as much as you leave your life as lagos big boy okay make sure you do it right but lagos that's what time it is